everybody. This is Ellie Delaney welcoming you to First and Oz Financial Health, Episode 11. We are here to share our passion and our knowledge with you to enhance your financial health. I want to welcome Ryan Firstenau, as always, the founder of Firstenau Financial. Hi, Ryan. Hi, how are you, Ellie? I'm doing good. Cold today. It is. Uh, maybe we're First... mo- moving into fall maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I have a couple questions for you today um, regarding maybe a tougher subject, you know, than we've than we've talked about. But um, hoping to talk with you about you know, preparing for the worst with a financial plan, which might be the loss of a a loved one, like a spouse. Um, I know there are steps that that we take with financial planning and in that process, so hopefully you can help us out with that. Okay, sounds good. So I think it's pretty common, you know, for people to just react with their emotions and get scared and, and not really know what to do. When something like that happens, so how does somebody stay calm and, and know what steps to take financially? Yeah, so yeah, good question. And I think you know, first of all, you know, some, something happens. You know, my wife dies, right? Um, you know, obviously there are, are ton, you know all these emotions, and I think you know personally, what keeps me grounded, first of all, is my faith, right? So my faith uh, that Jesus is my Savior, and that uh, that my wife, if she dies, she's going to be in heaven. And I'll get to see her again someday. Right. So I think that's, for me, the number one thing. That's what keeps me calm. That's what what keeps our clients, you know, not you know, you're not calm, obviously, but it gives you that that hope, that, hope, that yeah. reassurance. And uh, you know, obviously, you know, when someone's not here anymore, there are things we have to to deal with, right? They leave they leave things behind that we have to to function with in this world. And so, you know, those are the things we want to see how how can we help 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 our clients out to make sure that that's a, a process uh, that is you know taken care of and thought out ahead of time yeah because that's not something people really even want to deal with when that comes up they're they're not thinking about those things that's not something that they want to to handle in the moment so that's what we want to be here for right right and and you know, if, if, if they're working with us, I mean, the important thing is we've thought about those things ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Right? We've had those discussions. We've had those discussions. We we have a, a plan in place. And so first thing that happens when somebody, you know, calls our office and says, hey, my husband's died, my wife has died. Uh, first thing I say, I said, okay, don't worry about anything. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Do the things you need to do. Mm-hmm. There isn't any, anything we usually have to do right now, right. right? So there isn't a rush on anything. Okay. Uh, that's if that's if they've come in and 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 they've sat down and we've we've done a good job of planning. Okay. Um, now, if you haven't, there that there can be a lot of panic, right? Yeah, a little bit more worry there. So you know, maybe a situation is okay. Uh, Bob and Joe, Bob and Joanne investor, right? Joanne mm-hmm. passes away, uh, and Joanne always does all the money, right? Joanne does the bank account. She knows about everything. Bob, he just runs the business. She's kind of the wheels behind everything. Mm-hmm. Well, Bob doesn't know anything. He doesn't know how to handle it, everything. So that's a situation that's very nervous for Bob, right? Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't know what to do. And so the thing I encourage is to get both spouses involved, right? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Bob's he's he's still not going to be the one with all the numbers, right? But he needs to have a good overview of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs to know if something happens to Joanne, 
these are the people I talk to. I talk to my financial advisor. I talk to my CPA. And, and, I, and, and maybe Joanne has some things written down for him, that some of the details. Hey, Bob, mm-hmm. these are the things you need to know. You don't need to know them today. But generally, here, here, you know, ahead of time, here, here, Bob, here's everything. And if you need the details, I, I put those down in a place for you. So, you know, that's hard because, uh, you know, in, in, my, in my life, you know, I do the numbers. Shelly doesn't, right? So we have to have that <laughs> communication there where, you know, she has yeah. some, some comfort level. If I'm not there to do it, she can handle some of those things. Yeah, we're pretty opposite. I don't, I don't think my husband knows a thing about anything we have going on. So, so, so we need to have that talk. So you're, you're the <laughs> yeah. numbers person. Yeah, <clears throat> that's right. Yeah. So... Uh, back to my question with you, what steps do we take with this financial plan to prepare for that? Well, and it, and it doesn't even have to be a financial plan, right? Yeah. Financial plan okay. is the ultimate cover everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it can come down to as simple planning as, okay, have I thought about the documents, first of all, that I need if, you know, if I were to die, oh, right. what, what, govern, what, what happens? What says who my bike goes to, who my mm-hmm. car goes to, my checking account goes to. So that goes back to uh, having a will. You have to have a will in place. Mm-hmm. The will says, if I die, anything that I haven't named as a beneficiary, uh, this is where it goes. All right. So, uh, this, so that's a main document. And a lot of people don't have wills. I mean, we meet with a lot of new clients in their 50s and 60s. They've never sat down to do a will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very important to get a will done. Now we're not in a we're, you know, we're not an estate planning attorney, but you need to find somebody that is that knows how to draw up those documents for so you. So that's not something that we do, but we like to to have it here for we, you know. We like to have a copy. Yeah. 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 Okay. After after we're after we've met with you, yeah, it's like hey, give us a copy of your will. That way we can kind of have an overview as well. Okay. Uh, you know, so that's that's the a big document. The other thing to think about uh, as you're going through your financial things is, okay, do we have beneficiaries on our accounts? Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's your retirement account. Maybe it's your, maybe it's just your bank account. Any, any type of investment savings account that you have out there, you can generally put a beneficiary on there. Uh, And I know we've talked about this in the past, like with our IRA conversations, but it may be a retirement account where you name a beneficiary. It may be something that's a non-retirement account, and in that case, you use some different language. Uh, it's called a transfer on death. Uh, banks use a term called payable on death. But there's a document that says, hey, if I die, this is who the account goes to. So you want to make sure, and maybe it's a pension. You maybe work for a school system. You want to make sure you have beneficiaries named on your pension. And that's a, that's a really important one where if your spouse isn't named, they could be losing some benefits. And mm-hmm. so, you know, make sure, and, it, and maybe it's not your spouse, right? Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's your kids, your nephews, whatever. It's important to have beneficiaries on, on all those accounts. And make sure they're updated. You know, often. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. We've seen some scary scenarios there, too, where things happen, like you've said in the past, and, and then maybe somebody else is getting money that you don't want to get money when you die. Right, maybe it was a life change, right? Yeah. You know, you got divorced 5 years ago, you never updated your 401k, mm-hmm. but you got remarried. So make sure <clears throat> make sure that those are, are up to date. Yeah. So so the beneficiaries will will help catch all of those things, but there's things that you can't name a beneficiary on and that's where it goes back to the will, 
right? You know, my house, I can't name a beneficiary on the house, uh, but I could name my wife as the owner on that if I die in my will or mm -hmm. my kids or something like that. Mm -hmm. Another tool the attorney may use in, in the planning is, is a trust. And so the trust um, ha has kind of a similar function to a will. Uh, it says, hey, if I die, here's where my assets go to. Trusts are a little different, a little more complicated. You can actually have a trust that exists while you're alive as well as when you're not alive, but it's another it's another tool. Uh, but regardless what that trust or your will says, uh, any accounts that, that they have with us, really what's going to happen to that money will be who's named as the beneficiary, correct? Yeah, that's a good question. So people think, oh, okay, they maybe don't you know worry about putting a beneficiary on their investment account uh, or their retirement account. Well, there's usually language in there it says it goes to somebody in that retirement document, and so your will doesn't govern that. Right. And so that's important. It's per individual account. Per individual yeah. account. So you have to look at everything. Yeah. Um, and and so you know, kind of, how do you take the, you know, the panic or the emotion out of that situation? And it's not, it's not if it happens, it's when, right? Because yeah. we're all going to die. Inevitable. We're we're all going to die. You know, maybe I'm going to be the one that dies first, and I won't have to worry about it. Um, but my wife will, uh, but vice versa, it's going to happen, is, is sitting down to, to kind of go through all of those things ahead of time, mm -hmm. right? And you know, we talk about our financial planning, but it's having a plan for that situation. You know, mm -hmm. What if I died today, wh what, should, what should be taken care of? Mm -hmm. uh, and so there's going to be that loss of income, you know, whether you're retired or not. Right, you're you're gonna have a loss of income, and you, we need to have a plan in place for that. Yeah, so that's another big thing. So yeah, okay, okay, where does all the the assets go? So that's mm -hmm. one piece, right? But then it's like, okay, well now what, right? Um, I had I I was the fifty percent wage earner, mm -hmm. right? How is Shelly gonna take care of the kids at home, or vice versa? Right. Uh, how is uh, how's my spouse gonna pay for the uh, the 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 car? How is my spouse gonna pay for the food, etc. Mm -hmm. And so that, you know, so how do you, how do you worry or, or fix that loss? Well, the one big tool you have for that is life insurance, mm -hmm. okay? So life insurance is a good tool to cover your debts if you die and replace income. Mm -hmm. And so you should be sitting down to think about, okay, if I die today, what do we want to make sure is paid for so my spouse doesn't have to worry about having those payments? And what income do I want to replace for for my spouse at home? Mm -hmm. Okay, do I you know if we owed a hundred thousand on the house and that was our only debt, I could get a, a hundred thousand in life insurance that would pay off the house. That'd be great. But what if my income's fifty thousand a year, and my wife doesn't have that income every year? Okay, so I could set it. I could say, well, guess what? You know, I don't need to. I don't need to set her up till she's age 100, right? <laughs> right. But, you know, it'd be nice to have at least the next 10 years of income set aside so she doesn't have to worry about it. Maybe mm -hmm. it's the next 20 years. Maybe it's the next five years. Depends on your situation and what you want or need to, to supply there. But in that scenario, 50000 over 10 years, you'd have another 500000 You'd try to get a life insurance policy that would protect that loss of income. Okay. 
And that's not something that we do, but we can help people look for that and, and plan for that, right? No, we do, we do help we with do. life insurance. We okay. do, Definitely do. Yeah, that's all part of our planning, and we can get that life insurance. And, the, and there are many different kinds, and we're not going to get into that now. Yeah. But the, the important part is, A, getting the right amount for your situation, mm-hmm. and then, B, getting the right kind of life insurance for your situation because okay. there are different kinds of life insurance, and some of them do some things better than others okay so we um looking back here we we kind of make sure people have a will and trust in in place and we help them plan out you know um that loss of income and and that life insurance policy yep yep that'd be big too big what else what else do we work on with them you know prior to to that well you know i i think those are you know some of the those are the big things to think Mm -hmm. about what if something happens um, you know, where's the income? What you know is is everything in place so it flows to to the beneficiaries or the spouse or the kids efficiently? Because the thing is, getting back to the wills. Let's say you don't have a will. Let's say you don't have beneficiaries named on your accounts and you die. Yeah. Guess who gets to decide where it goes? Do you know? I really don't. The courts don't get to decide. I, th- I figured. Yeah, so it's it's going to go to the judge, and the judge is going to say, "Oh, okay, well, you know, here's here here are where the assets go." Now, maybe the judge does a good job, and all of it goes to your spouse because that would make yeah. sense. Yeah. But maybe there's it's contested by uh, another person that's important in your life out there, an ex spouse. Yeah. Maybe it's contested from, you know, kids. I don't know. There can be. And weird... I think that's the last thing anybody wants is people to be fighting over things after you're gone. So. Right. And, and if you spell those things out with your will, with your documents, an important thing to do then is sit down with your kids. You know, if your kids are older, right, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, they're grown adults to say, hey, guess what? Your mom and I, we sat down, we, we put together our will, and we were just we were looking at all of our financial planning. And, hey, if something happens to, to one of us or both of us today, here's, here's what's going to happen. Here's how we have it spelled out so they can have an expectation. Yeah. And, and I think that's really important. You know, there are a lot of dynamics in families, but, you know, let's say one of the, one of the kids is in the family business and one of the kids isn't, right? Well, they're going to want to know, well, how does that flow? Does, does the one that in the business, does he get the whole business or she get the whole business? Is it split 50-50? So if, if you can sit down, plan it out, and then share those plans with the people that are important to you, it can make that a better situation for them when you're not here anymore as yeah. well. Yeah. Because I, I think right now the scariest thing for me is, you know, if something happened to my husband and I and we have the kids, who has the kids? You know, where's our money go? Who's going to take care of, of our kids' financial needs? So So uh, do you have your will? I do. Yeah? <laughs> I do. Okay. So I didn't you... when I started here, remember? And, and you had me get on that. So it's... It's a much more comfortable feeling now, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, so you've, you've thought about those things, mm-hmm. and that might change, right? Yeah. You know, it's just like anything. You know, every few years you want to go back. Um, you know, when, when we do our investments and our financial planning, we do it annually. Mm-hmm. You might not have to do your estate planning documents annually, but maybe every three or four years go back and say, hey, this is what we thought it was supposed to be a few years ago. Do we need to make some adjustments because some things have changed? Yeah, just go back and revisit that. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I do have another question here. Uh, if I'm single, how can a financial plan help me for, for my own death? You know, I think you kind of answered that and, and that, uh, 
you know, we can lay out, you know, maybe where things might go when you don't have family. Is there anything else that you might plan for there? Well, I, so if you're so if you're single, right, it's not going to go to your 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 spouse, but it's going to go somewhere, right? Yeah. So you still have to use all those same tools to make sure it goes where you want it to go to, yeah. right? So you've never married, but maybe you have nieces and nephews, and and you want them to get that. Maybe you want it to go to your siblings. Well, you know. You don't, first of all, you know, so how does maybe life insurance fit in there? Well, maybe you have some debts and maybe you want those debts paid off so that that asset could go to those people that are important okay. to you. So that mm-hmm. way be report important. But life insurance for replacing income, well, I mean, there's no income to replace. You're not supporting right. anybody else, so probably not a need there. Uh, but still all the same things. You want everything to flow to those people that you want it to very efficiently. Yeah. So use those beneficiaries, use that will, use that trust. Uh, because that's, you know, in that situation where you're single, if you don't have a will, it goes to the courts and who knows who it's going to go to then. Mm-hmm. Are they going to give it to your parents and you don't want your parents to have it? Are they going to go to your siblings, but you don't get along with them? Mm-hmm. Where is it going to go? Now, if you're married and it's, you know, it's a spouse and you, you die and don't own something, well, it's probably going to go to your spouse. I mean, it's, that's maybe, maybe a more yeah. natural um uh, process but if you're single you know i think it gets down to really spelling out those beneficiaries yeah it's very very important very important okay those are my only questions that i had for you is there is there anything else you think we need to talk about here well i kind of i kind of wanted to talk about um you know the process afterwards right so yeah you know so we kind of you know we need to plan for that situation but then when it happens, you know, what, what does it look like? Once they come in, what, you know, what do people need to do with you? Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, somebody's passed away, you know, generally kind of what it looks like is it, it begins the process of changing those assets to those beneficiaries. Okay. Okay. So, um, I pass away, my wife's named as beneficiary. Um, at some point soon after she would come in and say, and, and sit down and, do the paperwork that changes it from my name to her name being beneficiary. Uh, once it becomes into her name, depending on what it is, she can probably treat it basically as if it was her investment to start with. Now there are different things out there um, that you know maybe there's some stipulations on them, some some different types of accounts, but basically it would become hers going forward. Or if, if both of us were to die and it goes to the kids, it becomes becomes theirs going forward. Mm-hmm. Generally in that process, uh, you would bring in a death certificate mm-hmm. to the bank, to us, to the insurance company, wherever it is. Sometimes they, a copy is fine. Sometimes they need an original. And then the process of changing, you know, it could take as, as little as a week. It could take as long as a couple months, depending on what the institution is. Uh, and it can get more complicated with, okay, changing ownership on like a house or a vehicle, then you have to do some things at the courthouse. And so for those sorts of things, you know, that's what you would have an attorney for. Mm -hmm. So something happens, you know, your first two calls are to your financial advisor and your attorney to say, Hey, my spouse isn't here anymore. Um, you know, let me know what we need to be doing. Okay. And, and that's what we do. We work together with that attorney because some of those things cross over and they need some information from us. We need some information from them, et cetera. Uh, and, you know, it may be a time for a family meeting, right? You know, we had an instance uh, not too long ago where, where, where 
uh, mom passed away that mom was in her in her 80s and and the kids came in the kids being in their 50s and 60s mm-hmm. but we sat down to kind of get everybody on the same page and say hey this is how everything was spelled out for your mom uh here's the process that we're going to go through so everybody so there weren't any unknowns right everybody's on the same page yeah and that helps you know kind of <clears throat> yeah. on the front end you want to have those conversations but then after it happens you know, get everybody back on the same page that way you know, there aren't disagreements, there aren't uh, hard feelings because somebody didn't know what was going yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but really, we're here to help through that. You know, that's our job is to, to we, you know, we've, we've done this before. That's the attorney's job. That's what they do all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's what they get paid to do as well. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we're ready to wrap it up. Uh, yeah, I think so. You know, and, and uh, the fun thing I want to say is just get your beneficiaries updated, keep them updated, and get a will if you don't have a will. Definitely. Okay, well, thank you all so much for listening to our episode of First and Oz Financial Health. I hope that Ryan and I are able to help you understand what it may take to prepare for some of those hard things in life, like the loss of a loved one. Um, we are always here to, to help you. We're happy to do so. If you want to talk financial health between episodes, please email us at firstenaufinancial at lpl.com. F-U-R-S-T-E-N-A-U-F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L at lpl.com. Or give us a call at 402-887-4302. Visit our website at firstenaufinancial.com where you will find more about our team, what we offer, news, articles, and many more resources. Also, be sure to check us out on Facebook. The opinions voiced in this show podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Thank you.